What is up, everyone? It is your boy, The Tank. It's Wednesday at noon, and I am here to talk to you about college and NFL football for the next hour on Weagle 91.1 FM. Let's not waste any time and get on with the show. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Tank Talks Football, the final episode of Tank Talks Football on Weagle 91.1 FM. Got a full studio today, and they are all on their phones, I believe. Uh, Kind of. I uh, got Jake to my right. Yes, sir. He's a stay here on my show. Well, when I when I can get out of class, to be here. <laughs> got Daniel Dagny for me. This is your second time on my show, third time yes, on my show? Yes, second. How is everyone doing? It is football time. And right here is Mr. Zach Card, who is also this is your second time on my show as well. I think second. Yeah. I look. I, I just gotta say something about what Daniel just said about it being football time. This is the one day in the spring in which we consider it football time. It's draft day. It's draft day. What do you mean the one time? There's this is the days. only. This is the only day in the spring where you can hey, consider hey, it hey. football season. You NFL, don't. You don't watch USFL. Day. No. <laughs> I went to the inaugural game. I watched the first half and wanted to peel my eyeballs out with a spoon. And don't forget the FCFL as well, the Fan Control Football League. On oh, yeah, Twitch. I forgot about that one. You can see Johnny Manziel throw a touchdown pass to... Terrell Owens. Yep, that's the one. We're not going to be talking about the FCFL a lot, but or at all, really, but T.O. is better than a bunch of <laughs> FCL wide receivers, might I add. I it's wonder why. <laughs> amazing what a Hall of Fame wide receiver can do if he stays healthy throughout his, what, 50s? Yeah. 40s, whatever how old he is. Uh, but just to get started with college football, Baker Mayfield received his statue. This is a tradition that a lot of teams do where they give their Heisman winners a statue. Auburn has done it on three occasions. And next year we can expect Oklahoma to do it again since Kyler Murray won a Heisman trophy the year after Baker did. This statue is ugly as heck. You know what statue it reminds me of? Do y'all remember, like, it was probably a few years back. The Ronaldo one? The Ronaldo statue. Yeah. All-time bad statues. Oh, my. <laughs> this looks closer to, like, a Dan Marino than it does Baker. It just doesn't look like him. Even, like, at any point in that statue. Like, body build, face look, like, nothing. I know Baker wore a headband. Don't put that on the statue. It looks awful. Is it even a headband? It's. I think so. Yeah, I think I see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's most definitely a headband. No wonder it doesn't look like him. They got a fat headband on him. I mean, it's a pattern this offseason. People just don't like Baker Mayfield. It's not even the headband's fault. Cleveland front office, the Oklahoma, whoever made the statue at Oklahoma. just Oklahoma's no still putting that statue up. <laughs> Them giving a big showcase for it just to show off how bad it looks. I didn't even watch, like, the showcase. Did, did anyone hear what Baker thought about the statue? Or was he just like, I'm going to be honored by this? And, like, as a thought, I, I would a thought that counts. I would assume. But these guys just don't know what I look like. Yeah. And, yeah, that that I wonder how bad Kyle Murray is going to look. Is it going to be actual height? <laughs> yes, please. What, the little, uh, like, one-inch man? And put it on like the, the ground. Little, the little edit of yeah. him, like, standing on a, uh, a, a bar stool yeah. next to Goodell. Oh, that'd be funny. We'll keep it called football-based for a little bit longer. We are going to finish up my SEC preview series. Woo-hoo. You got the final three teams. It's about time. Tennessee, A&M, and Vanderbilt. Okay. It's going to be a fun one. Starting off with the Tennessee Volunteers. You know, they surprised a lot of people last year. I got to say, Heupel is a good coach. I was not expecting him to have as much year one success as he did. I was shocked by it. I think everybody was. I mean, we kind of all knew that Tennessee was one of the bottom tier teams coming into the season. And... They kind of just shocked everybody with the fact that they weren't a bottom-tier team and they are more of a mid-tier team. It's amazing that him, uh, Heupel and Shane Beamer both just wowed everyone in terms of their first-year success. We talked about South Carolina last week. Yeah. But Heupel was able to get an offense going, especially under Hendon Hooker, who is returning as a starting quarterback last year, who had 31 touchdowns to three interceptions. A Tennessee quarterback. Oh, you know when I when I see a Tennessee quarterback, I you know you know what who I think of? Is it Jared Garantano? No, Josh Dobbs. I yes, Josh Dobbs first off, but I, I in terms of their style of play and the way that they play, I see a Jameis Winston thirty for thirty season. That's what I think of. 
It won't be 30 for 30. It'll be like 15 for 15 well, or that's 10 base, for 10. That's basically Jared Garantano. Yeah. I mean, because long gone are the days of Garantano as well. Because, I mean, he's – I don't even know where he – he's he was at Washington State. I remember because his first inter- pass he threw as a Cougar was a pick six in the uh, spring game. <sighs> Poetic justice, I might add. Football is back. <laughs> Football is back. It's always back. It's always football season. It's a year-round sport. Because now we have it in the we have it in the fall. We have it in the spring. And if you're up for it, arena league football. Are we, hey, don't no football. one no one can ever hate an arena league, arena league football. It's I have, fun. There's a special place for it in my heart, especially because of the Birmingham Steel Dogs way back in the day. Oh my! I used to go to those games at the BJCC, which is obviously now the Legacy Arena. Those games were so much fun to go to. Are there? I've I've never thought about going to a. Arena League football game. I gotta L- look up the Birmingham Steel Dogs logo right now and tell me it's not one of the most elite logos of all time, by the way. Yeah, I used to go to Arena Football League, too. We had uh, Georgia Force around where I grew up. So. Did you all have the Birmingham Steel Dogs rolling into town? I don't remember. That was so long ago. But I remember going to a couple Force games. It was fun. Dylan, look it up. Look I'm at not going to Bur- look at oh, Let's talk about Tennessee a little bit more. Okay. I'll look it up over the break. All right, fine. Fine. Because uh, we have a lot to talk about. In oh, the he's got half. the football in his mouth. That's cute. <laughs> This Tennessee team is returning a lot of offensive production. Yeah. They're they're losing out on Velas Jones, who is my most it could be a sleeper pick in the draft this year. And they lost Cade Mays at the right tackle position. But the rest of the team is pretty much the same, especially, you know, Hinda Hooker returning, Joe Milton stays their backup even though he kind of uh, screwed them out of an Ole Miss win. Uh, running back Jabari Small is a great speedy back. For a second there I thought you were about to say Jabari Smith. Yeah, Jabari Smith is a great running back for Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, he's actually transferring there. He's taking his name out of the draft and entering the transfer portal to transfer to Tennessee to play football. Fun fact. But defensively, uh, I'm not too sure about where this team stands defensively. But just to go game by game for Tennessee, they start off September. They have that was another Thursday game. Was it? I think South Carolina has another. Thir- was a Thursday game last week? Was that? Yeah, right? I think so. Uh, they're playing the Ball State Cardinals. That's a win. Knoxville. That's a win, win for them. At home, too? Yeah, win. Then they continue their home and home when they travel to Pennsylvania to take on the Pitt Panthers. That's another win. I tell you, that's, that's a win. Yeah. Pitt's, With them losing Kenny Pickett, yeah, it's definitely a win. I will say it will be an interesting game because Keaton Slovis is the starting quarterback for the Pitt Panthers right now. I don't care. Well, I'm going to give it Tennessee close. Close game. Yeah, I'll say close as well. All right, and then Auburn's biggest rival travels to Knoxville, the Akron Zips. Another win for them, 3-0 to start the season. 3-0 and start yeah, off start. the season for Tennessee Volunteers. And I just saw Mr. Harrison Tarr walk by the door. I believe he's on the phone. Then they got Florida coming to town in week four. I'd give them another win there. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm going to go with another win. Mm-hmm. That's 4-0. Where would Tennessee be ranked at this point of the season? Uh, 15. You have them at 15? Yeah. Because I, I think it's – I think they're just cracking the top 25. At week four? I say top 20 if they're 4-0. I think the Tennessee is going to be ranked start the year. I believe so too. I have I have I don't know like about the low twenties start the year because this is going to be a year where Tennessee is going to be very hyped up going into is very hyped up going into the season regardless. Uh, but then they get a bye week before they travel to Baton Rouge to play LSU, which I'd say another win. I'm going to say that's a loss there in Baton Rouge. That's difficult. That's tough. That's for up sure. in the air. It is a year one coach in Brian Kelly. That's my thing. Yes, but it's also Brian Kelly, and also uh, Tennessee's going to lose a game that they should win, and it's going to be that game. All right. So uh, five and I uh, so I got my five and oh, four and one across the, uh, the other side of the table. Yeah, I'm yeah. four and one. Four and one. I think. Yeah. All right, and then you want to go ahead and just call this one a loss, Alabama. Yeah. Loss across the board for everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So that is five and one for me, four and two for everybody else, and they take on the UT Martin Skyhawks. Another win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moving five and two. The Kentucky Wildcats. Week after that, six and two. I, I'm I debate about that one, but I'm gonna go close Tennessee win there. Yeah, I would. That's what that's my thought. Is there? Is it a close Tennessee win? All right. Is they, that wait, is, is that is that in Kentucky or in Knoxville? That is in Knoxville. Yeah, six two, six and two. All right. Then they travel to Athens, Georgia. L. Yeah. That's a fat L loss. bad loss. So right now, that's how many losses we got? You got I'm at six and three with them. Six and three. I have two losses for Tennessee right now, and this against the top two teams in the nation at this point, probably. Yeah, I've, I've got LSU on the list on there, so not a and top then, ten. Honestly, Missouri after Georgia. That'll so, be a win. It's a win for Tennessee. Seven. Where is it? 
It oh, don't matter. Don't matter. Oh, easy win it if it's in Knoxville. Harrison Torres matter. joined the studio, and you know I want you, I want you to pick this game first. Sure. What's up? Tennessee travels to Columbia, South Carolina. This is a hard one for me. I'm I little, know it is. I'm a little, a little trapped here. That's why I singled you out. I also don't remember if I took South Carolina to win this game. I think I did. If when you probably t- had South Carolina going twelve and zero, you know. Yeah, South Carolina's actually winning the national championship this year. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna roll with Gamecocks. I just I, I like the upside, man. I, I believe in, in in Little Beamer, if you will. But uh, <laughs> you could you could call that the Beamer two door instead of the four door. <laughs> the Little Beamer? Are you serious? <laughs> South Carolina's still gonna win this game. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I can't believe you just called him the Little Beamer on air. Shane Beamer. Shane gonna, Beamer. I've got a pattern going on. I'm gonna go with another close Tennessee win. How about, how about Baby Beamer? Zach? You love baby Tennessee. Beamer. I'm going South Carolina, too. I do love Tennessee this year. The, the alliteration Daniel? is very nice. Oh, man. Uh, it's in Columbia, so I'm going to say Baby Beamer, especially the fact that it's the second to last week of the year, and we know Columbia in the second to last week of the year. No bueno. Auburn knows that the hard way. Ugh. Well, this is not Auburn. This is Tennessee. I don't remember Auburn ever playing there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and they wrap up the, the season with their rivalry game. And they travel to Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores. <laughs> okay, now. Oh, big dub. This is a Nashville game, right? Yeah, so a Tennessee, so a t- a Tennessee home a, game. It's a Tennessee volunteer home game. Ooh. I watched the Music City Bowl. <laughs> I know how well those Vol fans travel. Give me the Vols by a comfortable 45. With that, I have the Tennessee Volunteers going 10-2. I think I'm at 10-4, 10-3. Ten and four. I'm going to ten and four. Can say ten and four. Ten and three. Josh Heupel's name, real quick. No, I'm not going to say his name because I can't pronounce it. So there's no point in saying it. But a ten and two year for Tennessee and year two of Heupel. Ten Tennessee. That that's actually really good. Capital T E N, Tennessee. If that's if that happens and that's not their graphic design for that, I'm going to be very disappointed in them. I'll apply now. Was was last time they won the national championship in ninety ninety nine? Uh, party like it's '97, I believe. '97, yeah. Party like it's '97, baby. Let's roll. <laughs> All right, and Sugar Bowl is gonna be lit. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, they, oh, I guess we could. Do we have Georgia and Alabama? Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. yeah, Sugar Bowl is <laughs> gonna be sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep it going. To we're going to talk about the Texas a Aggies, the team who just had the number one recruiting class ever. Is that right? Ever? Yeah, best of all time. You yeah. could call. You could call Jimbo the boat. Contract the boat. contracts with the Blake Borders of all though. time. Let's <laughs> see. You know, there's a quarterback battle going on in Aggie Land down there, College Station. What about Zach? Oh wait, <laughs> Haynes King versus Max Johnson. I've never been so unexcited about a quarterback battle in my life. Wait, wait. wait. How, how do you how do you bring that. in the number one recruiting class of all time and not bring in another quarterback to compete <laughs> with that? Hey, they brought in Max Johnson. Transfer from LSU. I completely we, forgot. Mac Johnson, the lefty lost, legend. That's he lost epic. to Auburn in Baton Rouge. He let Auburn beat them for the first time in almost 20 years. Mind you, a crummy Auburn team. Yes. Hey, Haynes King is never beaten Auburn either. Because he, he hasn't played. Exactly. Neither has Mac. Oh, never mind. Well, all right. So, let's see. We got two minutes. You know, let's just keep talking about A&M's roster a little bit. It's a good right. team. It's going to be a good team, yeah. It's a great roster. It's going to be the sickest 8-4 and four team you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Bro. Dude, going to well, win those eight games. Jimbo, yeah. Jimbo Fisher 8-4 let's team. Let's not spoil our predictions just yet because we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we are going to go game by game for the Aggies. Welcome back to the second block on the final episode of Tank Docs Football on Weagle 91.1 FM. The last ride. <laughs> One are last we not ride. not going to do an episode next week? You know, I might – I might shift over the Benchwarmers podcast that died off and might change the name a little bit, you know? Or, like, will this take over the Benchwarmers podcast, or is this just going to be... Oh, yeah. I might even, like, change a few pages to just strictly the Tank Talks page. All right. So I'm debating. I love it. But to go game by game for the Texas A&M Aggies. Gig them. Gig them, Aggies. Can I get a Midnight Yell, anyone? We are not doing a Midnight Yell. We are not doing it. They got a sick dog, though. They do. The dog is... What's Beautiful. his name? It's a, it's a border collie. I know that. It's like Reveler or something. Oh yeah, it's like Reveler. Isn't that? Oh, do you remember the? Uh, what was it? The what's the what's Reveille. That That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. What's the segment that, that we that you used to do with? It was uh, uh, get to know the foe with Thomas Lynn Murphy. Yeah. Throwback Thursday, baby. <laughs> Fun fact about them: they bury all of the dead dogs in the end zone. The north end zone, to be specific. Mm-hmm. That is 
the worst thing I've ever heard. But so I was game cursed by with game. that knowledge, so now you have to be cursed with that knowledge. <laughs> well, let's see. That. I think you start off uh, year what four of the year Fisher five era? of the Fisher year five Fisher era. with a uh, tough opponent in the Sam Houston Bearcats. That's a win. It's a big win. Huge win. And Sam Houston is are they in D one now? No, they're still they're still in F or D S F C S yeah uh, D one. Uh, you meant FBS. We FBS yeah. It's all the same and for the most part. Now, Tar, I'm going to single you out again for game two because I know how much you love this team and the quarterback. App State week two. Now, listen here. All right. <laughs> My boy Chase Bryce is different. He's a diamond in the rough. Pressure makes diamonds. I've said that twice today on week 91.1, actually. Um, Chase Bryce will find a way to only lose to Texas A&M by 30. <laughs> <laughs> Only 30, though. Actually, App State loves to give a their early season FBS opponent, like Power 5 opponents, a run for their money. Give me give me Gagum by 21. Look, I just got to say, y'all remember the, the App State uh, miracle versus Michigan, all right? This is going to be a repeat of that, all right? I'm, give, I'm taking App State in this one. I'm doing it solely because I just want to do it. Because I just think it would be fun to see. It'd be a great clip if they wound up beating them. Then we exactly. Just pull this one up and you get immediate job offers. Like, yes. this guy knows the future. <laughs> I can see the future. I can predict it. That's all you need to know. All right. Well, MVP of that hypothetical win is Chase Price, by the way. Yeah. 2-0. 2-0. Daniel? 2-0. 1-1. Now we get to the meat of their season. Week three. Home game when the Miami Hurricanes come to town. This game is so sick. Give me Texas A&M by three tutties. By three? Yeah, dude. The, the, Miami's not good enough to hang with A&M. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm with him on that, actually. I think a and going to blow them out. I, I think this out. is a more interesting game than people are going to give it credit for. I think Mario Cristobal is actually going to make a very big difference on this Miami program. Yeah, but it's year one. Yeah. It happens sometimes. You saw what the happened. Shane Beamer effect? Look. It's called, it should be known as the Gus Malzahn effect, taking a three <laughs> a three and nine team to the uh, championship game year one. Okay, get that right. All right. Obviously, Chris Wall is not going to do that with this Miami program, but Texas A&M is still going to win this game. All right, A&M close. It's going to be way closer than twenty one. Nah, Zach, you're right, bro. I'm with you. <laughs> well, after that, they going to try to get revenge on Wu Pig Suey. Go to Razor Pigs. This is in oh this is a neutral site right? This is in Jerry World. Uh, Jerry World. Mm. Ooh. Woo pig. I'm taking the Aggies. Yeah, Arkansas is different. <laughs> KJ Jefferson different. So different. Oh. Just give me that. Give me the. Give me the woo pig Razorbacks baby. What's what's my favorite uh, war cry to say after War Eagle? Woo pig suey. Woo pig suey. Can we get like a so- can we do like a solid woo pig suey like actually like over the air? Ooh. Big Suey. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. That is spot for me. <laughs> it's going to hear sound great over air. Yeah. Zach? Yeah, we just did Woo Peak Suey. I'll go to Arkansas. All right. And they travel to Davis Wade the week after that to take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Put it around the table. Yeah. A&M? Yeah, A&M. Mm-hmm. This could be a game they lose, though. Yeah, okay. Next question. You'll be shocked. <laughs> is A&M You're right. I will games. be floored. All right, well then, here, I guess we're going to go around the board for this one too for Alabama at Bryant-Denny. <laughs> no way you lose back-to-back years. Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I was going to pull up the Johnny Manziel thing, but then I'm, nah, I'm just not going to do that one. All right, Tar, bye week for the Gamecocks. Well, they need a bye week to get ready for South Carolina. Everybody <laughs> needs a bye week before them. 2022, 2022-2023 uh, Division One champions. Um Unfortunately, A&M will win this game. <laughs> that would be South Carolina's one loss. It'll be a one-loss team going to the Natty. This is, this is in Columbia, correct? Or in, uh, yeah, in Columbia. Columbia. It's, that's still a loss for, Columbia, for USC. I think it makes it a close loss for South Carolina. <laughs> okay. But around the board, A&M. Yeah, A&M. Gives... <laughs> All right. And then, interesting game, Ole Miss Rebels. This is in College Station. Ole Miss. I'll be rocking with Ole Miss. Ole Miss. In College Station makes it difficult, but I think Ole Miss is very close. I got a and M. A and M. So Ole Miss is going to win because Tar didn't jinx it. <laughs> All right. And then next week, the Florida Gators. 
Aggies. About to get chomped on. A <laughs> and by two touchdowns. At least. It's in College Station as well. A and by seven touchdowns. Here's this random game that Texas a and going to lose under Jimbo Fisher. It's that one random game that they're not going to be prepared for, and this is the one. Well, they got Auburn the next week in Auburn. Exactly. They're going to yeah. whoop Auburn's butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to. We can gonna, go around the table on that one. Yeah. I'm not even going to announce the Auburn game because after Auburn is the most important game of the season. The UMass Minutemen going to College Station. <laughs> if that's not a 50-point win or a 60-point win. Fire Jimbo on yes, the spot. <laughs> fire him on the spot. <laughs> All right. And then I don't remember the – does LSU A&M have a rivalry name? Uh, No. The Cares Bowl. Because who cares? Hey, thank you, Jake. <laughs> hey, that rivalry has given us some of the best moments in sports, i.e. seven overtimes. Yes, but it also took away the overtime period. Like no, we that it. was Mark Emmert. Who is yes, but down. had that game not happened, we would still have those current overtime rules. They were, they were bound to change anyways. But we got to win. Y'all like the overtime. penalty kicks? What are uh, you talking about? You mean the, the two-point two shootout? kind of thing, yeah. Or I two, love two the two-point point shootout. I like that. Hot take, by the way. Go, I love it. Go on. I, I hate it, but go on. <laughs> All right. Well, to wrap up the SEC preview series, we're going to go with the lovable losers, the Vanderbilt Commodores. Anchor down, baby. Nash, Vegas. Natty this year. Natty. Ofer. Natty down. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What was our finals on wins, win totals for A&M? I think it's, was it all eight and four? Uh, yeah. Negative Ghost Rider. I actually had him at nine and three. Yeah, I think I had Whoa. nine and three. Too. Dude, I'm crazy. This is the this is the <laughs> nicest I've been to any high rated team. You know, just because it's Vanderbilt, I'm just not gonna look at their depth chart because it's pretty much the same. That's they giving had, them a, con- a favor. They they don't want to look at it either. They yeah. Uh, Ooh, they have I a week don't zero even, game. I don't even know. Oh yeah, they play Hawaii week Honolulu. zero. They might actually win that game. The Honolulu. I might actually watch that one. <laughs> I'm, int- I'm intrigued by that. Anchor down versus the, what are they? What are the huh? Rainbow Warriors. Rainbow yeah, the Rainbow Warriors. Warriors yeah. Yeah. I'll be let's taking. Let's just humor me. Go through the schedule. Let's just, let's All just right. for fun. All right, so Hawaii, oh. week zero. I got to win. win. I'm going to go with Hawaii here because they, they seem to kill week, week zero games. I'm yeah. going to count, instead of wins on my fingers, I'm going to count losses for Vanderbilt. So loss. You'll we, run out of You'll fingers. be using. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on one hand. Week two is Elon. A loss. <laughs> I'm gonna give that to Vanderbilt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they start the season two and zero. I'm gonna say they start the season two and zero. So you rank them at that point? Yes. Because <laughs> why you not? Have to rank them. SEC team gets ranked. <laughs> Week three, Wake Forest Demons. That's an L. L. <laughs> Wake by forty. That is with Sam Hartman back as well. So yeah. Heisman moment. I think for Riggs him. and I make it to that game. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a fun game. It's in Nashville. Uh, NIU Huskies, my pick to win the MAC. That's a loss. That's a loss. <laughs> that man. is a one that in three. At Tuscaloosa. Lord have That's mercy. <laughs> now, now here's a team. <laughs> it's a football team. <laughs> hey, hey, here's they, a team that's going to play a football game at Ryan Denny Stadium. Hey, when you when you go to Alabama, they're gonna show you as a place of SEC football. <laughs> oh, and then they have the bye week right after Alabama. Bye week for Ole Miss. <laughs> Another that loss. That is one in four for the. For the Commodores <laughs> at Georgia, another loss. One and five at Missouri. This game's so bad it's good. I'll be watching this game. This Go Mizzou, the, this, this is the Sickos Bowl you know of the what? SEC. You know what? Give me the Commodores two and five. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, go. Give um, me, give me Mizzou. Mizzou. <laughs> All right, and then bye week for the Gamecocks. <laughs> be two and six. For me, oh well, the Gamecocks are national champions. You know where I'm yeah. going. Yeah, I do. At Kentucky, so I got That's two and loss. seven. Florida, two and eight. Yeah, I'm not counting. I already looked through the schedule and figured out how many games oh. I think they're going to win. And then Tennessee, loss. I have them going one and eleven. Yeah, I have one and eleven <laughs> as well. Two and ten. Two and ten. Hey, it's not a step down or a step up. They they won the first two games of the season and never won another game. <laughs> Let's go, Commodores. Anchor down, Can you baby. imagine playing for a team where you just have to suit up to know you're about to get thumped? <laughs> in the Little. SEC. Oh, you put this – if you put Vanderbilt in, the, like, a group of five conference, they're like a four-win team. <laughs> Maybe a five if you get lucky. Hey, Would they have a winning record in the FCS? No. In the they FCS? might. They might go 500. They might. The I, think, no, I, I think in the FCS they would have a winning record. It depends on what conference you're in because, like, if they're playing North Dakota State. <laughs> Let's say, like, the SoCon. 
They would they would get thumped by either of the Montana teams. Well, yeah, but they're not in the SoCon. That's true. Nice game between Vanderbilt and Furman. D. Davis. Kennesaw State. D. Davis starts against Vanderbilt. <laughs> so if Kansas and Arizona were to play, who y'all going with? I mean, excuse me, Vanderbilt and Arizona. Arizona? I'm, Didn't they play? I'm last reaching year? for the TV remote and turning it off. <laughs> oh, did they? I'm play gonna last go year? watch tennis. <laughs> if that's the only thing I'm saw. Actually, no. That is a sicko bowl. No, the, the, I, the best sicko bowl is the UConn UMass game from last year. Back to back weeks. Can I say the nickname? No, you cannot. No, so the NFL, <laughs> <laughs> the NFL draft is tonight, <laughs> but free agency <laughs> still <laughs> reigns on. Melvin Gordon resigns a one-year deal with the Broncos. Let's go, Colin Baysdorf. Yeah, I was it's Oh goodness. I'm Yikes. sorry, Colin. Y'all Jeez. did that in unison. That <laughs> is my roommate Yikes. that I didn't even correct him for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get dunked on, Zach. No, yeah. no big thing that wow, happened. What a bad roommate. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Colin. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals pick up Kyler Murray's fifth year option, keeping him around for the next year. I wonder why. <laughs> it's almost like he's a good quarterback. Speaking yeah, of even good though he doesn't want to play there. <laughs> Daniel Jones might not be a giant come 2024. Yeah, 2024 is going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. We're assembling the meme team. It's going to be loaded with quarterbacks. Already have an MVP. Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes and Mitchell Trubisky. Whoever you pick in 2020. system, and we'll have the meme highlight reel. I mean, y'all still are in contention to draft a quarterback tonight. Great. And add Matt Corral to that list. We're taking the Auburn approach. The more the merrier. Hey, and if, if anyone saw the Wonderlick scores, you know Matt Corral is a genius with his <laughs> high score of 15. What about what the about Kenny little hands? <laughs> what, okay. <laughs> Outside of the Kenny Pickett little hands thing, what was the highest score on the Wonderlick? Because uh, I'm actually Bailey Zapp had a 34. Okay. What, what is that? The Wonderlick? Yeah. I. It's like you, it's ever, a, play, you ever played Madden 07? No. Oh. It's a test oh. that they make all the new, yeah. like, Is it like an IQ test? Yeah, basically. It's like yeah. an intelligence test? Yeah. 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 It's like, it, what's it, well, what's Matt it? Corral went to Ole Miss. What'd you expect? I mean. What's it, like, 35 questions in, like, 30 minutes or something like that? I think it's, like, 36. Yeah. Like, it's, like, a, it's a very, like, it's a, it's a fairly s- large test. And it's, you have, like, less time to take it than the amount of questions. Hmm. Well. Malik Willis had a 32. Let's give, let's give Matt Corral the benefit of the doubt. It, he's no, he, this test wasn't taken at Ole Miss, I take it, so he can't cheat off the person next to him. <laughs> or and ask the professor for help. He didn't have Link Kiffin chauffeuring him around in a Rolls Royce uh, to take the test for him. All I, the only IQ I care about is football IQ. <laughs> that is fair. That is the best kind of IQ. But we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about the NFL draft. Oh, boy. Woo! We'll be right back. Welcome back to the last half of Tank Talk Football on Weagle 91.1 FM. Now, tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time, the NFL Draft begins. Me and Zach are excited. Tar is not. I simply could not care in the slightest. Jake does not care either, which is shocking. I I care. can't be a hater of the NFL Draft. My team doesn't even have a first-round pick, and I'm sitting here stoked for it. I know, right? And I know my team's going to make a bad selection, and I'm, I'm like, over the wall for it. My team's got two first-round picks. That's right, because you you had that weird trade with the Eagles. Yeah, where we literally – it was kind of like a lateral move. Yeah, because y'all just, what, switched picks? Pretty much. They had two, and now y'all both have two? Yes. It's weird. But I'm going to ask y'all a question. Who has been your favorite and least favorite player that your team has drafted? Favorite? Definitely. Like, ever? Yes. Or at least since you've been a fan. Okay. okay. Uh, want me to go first? Sure. Favorite, Alvin Kamara. Electric, electric, electric. Mm-hmm. Least favorite. Goodness. We draft well. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Who was that defensive end y'all got? I can chime in my favorite and least oh, favorite. Peyton my favorite my favorite team's some. drafted. It, it's the same one? person. Is it Juju Smith-Schuster? It would be one Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be your favorite and least favorite? Him and Le'Veon are tied for favorite and least favorite. <laughs> tell I, me, you tell me Juju Smith-Schuster didn't make it on that? Yeah, I'm telling you that. <laughs> Peyton Turner is my least favorite. Okay. He Who is, is waste. that? He was a defensive lineman from Houston. Oh, wait, I lied about my least Who we took in the first round when we didn't even need a D lineman. 
Mason Rudolph's got to be in consideration <laughs> for me. That works. Zach? My least you. favorite, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. He does not like Chicago, and so we don't like him either. I wonder why. <laughs> you, can you blame him? Your favorite has to be Mitch Trubisky, though, no? No. He was up there for least favorite, too, honestly. Um, Thank you. I don't know. What, you got Justin Fields at one? Is that your favorite? No. Yeah, you know what? Your not team, yet. Your team doesn't draft well. No. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> I'm trying to Jay think. Cutler. Who was it? I almost said Khalil Mack, but he got drafted by the Raiders and yeah, traded him. Draft our first rounders don't usually miss. It's our everything else that misses. <laughs> I don't know. Like I like for us, I have an easy one. At least favorite is Kevin Benjamin. Yeah, that's probably a fair one. I didn't really think about him. I don't know. Jeremy Chen is up there for one of my favorite picks. I do love Jeremy Chen, but it's really hard for me to pick Christian McCaffrey for that. Christian spot. McCaffrey, Cam Newton. I am currently wearing a McCaffrey jersey. My favorite, actual favorite draft pick in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll give you all a hint. We'll play a little trivia here. Went to the University of Southern California. You want to guess? Juju Smith-Schuster. I hate Yeah, there we go. Jake already got it. Oh, Troy Palomalu, baby. Oh. I said his name wrong at the first. My favorite player to ever wear the black and gold. Sec- close second is James Harrison. His hair is nice. Dude, <laughs> I, I want to be him. Why do you think he has a head and shoulders like commercial? Him and Patrick Mahomes. It's like listening to Kermit the Frog and some uh, and the guy out of Moana talk to each other. <laughs> Maui? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I, I, I don't even know what to say right I now. I hate you so much. I hate you. <laughs> so Jay, you said Jeremy Chin, and who would you say your least favorite is? Kelvin Benjamin's up there. Um, I'd also want to say, who's that D-tackle we got a few years back? Derek Brown. Oh, yeah, Derek not Brown. Derek, not Derek Brown. Before, <laughs> it was like two years before Derek Brown. It's so bad I can't remember his name. Does Luke Keekly Short? not fit in the mix? Are, are you trying to – Don't bring up those bad memories. What side are Don't you Don't bring up those bad memories. About? The good side. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, it, my top three for that would be – it'd be McCaffrey, Keekly, and probably Cam. Yeah. They, they hit back-to-back years with that Cam and Keekly deal, though. And if they could just – if the organization just let them get healthy, they'd still be playing. Yeah, at that's a, a problem. higher level. They'd still both be on the team. Brian Burns would be someone else I'd talk I'd talk about. He's actually kinda nasty. It's not kinda, he is. I also he's love he's gonna stay healthy. Yeah. I would like to present the concept of Najee Harris. Well, I just love Najee in general. Um as one of my favorite draft picks because he was our only offense this past year. And Are you I, telling me that Big Ben was not your offensive. Bro, can we take a minute here and appreciate the fact that Mike Tomlin deserves a Nobel Peace Prize but for that? We had Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Ben Roethlisberger sit, literally sitting in a room, in the same room, at the same time, and nobody died. Hide the women. That's okay. not entirely incorrect. <laughs> but, like, can you imagine the locker room chaos that that had to have been before AB went live on Instagram? I... I don't know how y'all didn't. And then you well, throw yeah. in a rookie Juju just doing TikToks in the back. <laughs> like, Le'Veon is actively in, in consuming illegal substances. Antonio Brown's actually beating his head against the locker. Ben Roethlisberger's probably on Tinder. And, <laughs> and then you've got Juju Smith-Schuster doing, doing TikTok dances in the background. You want to talk about an all-meme team? We had it. <laughs> we had it going. What has the last three minutes on this radio show been? Fun. I don't know, but I want to go back to the draft. I do too. All right, so a few rumors going around. <laughs> Still about Debo Samuel. He might get – there are rumors that he might get traded to the Jets for that top ten, for that 10th pick in the, in the draft. Poggers. So if Debo goes to the Jets, like, does his career end there? No. No. Super Bowl run for the Jets. Zach Wilson to Debo – <laughs> and that's all you hey, see. Hey, and CJ Uzama. Can't forget him. He's on the Jets. That's right. I f- oh, almost that's forgot right. He's on a three-year deal there. Yeah. He's going to be in New York for a while. You could say that he, they're building something special in East Rutherford. <laughs> in the Meadowlands, you might add. So, the side of I recently learned that there are things 29. other than the Meadowlands in East Rutherford, and I was mind blown. <laughs> Such as? That was yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I found that out like last night. Like, I, was, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to... Moved that area. I didn't re- move to that area. I didn't realize that there were things other than the Jets and Giants and sad people <laughs> in East Rutherford. And apparently, there's like a lot of business there. So that's I, cool. They have I, something I, going I, for them. I think the Jets and Giants fit into the sad people thing in general. So you, can, 
That was you could have just left. Yeah, it I could have left it there. <laughs> but looking at some of these uh, players that are going to be drafted tonight, who is your favorite prospect to look at? Chris Olave. Chris Olave. Yeah. I'm going to choose violence just to make everyone angry. Aiden Hutchinson. It's <laughs> not going to make me angry. <laughs> so, so I just know that uh, you and Jake have a very strong opinion, and I just wanted to get y'all riled up. Well, yeah, he's just going to be a bust. I mean, that's all it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying it. You heard it here first. You can clip me on this. Aiden Hutchinson certified bum. You're going to be part of his, like, <laughs> villains, villain yeah. arc, like, video on Instagram. And just, there's some student in Auburn. Aiden Hutchinson's going to be a bust. <laughs> I don't sound like that. It's pretty close. Yikes. <laughs> I'd be confused. Okay, Josh Hoople. <laughs> what was the other name he couldn't pronounce? <laughs> was it something it's, else? It's holding... All right, Jariner. You got it. First try for Jay. Thank you. Oh, I, I finally Gerner. learned. I finally learned. It's okay. If it makes you feel any better, I've been saying Gurner for like three months. It's not as bad as what Jake's been saying. <laughs> I literally have been messing up his name. Not only like first name, but also last name. My favorite was the moment you called him Holden Grinder. No, I <laughs> that said, was, <laughs> was that on my show or your yeah, show? Your show. <laughs> I said Griner. I don't know. I don't you know. You definitely I don't added a D that does not exist. I don't know where I was going. I I don't know why I can't ever pronounce his Go name. Go on though, sorry. But well, I finally got sorry. it. That's all that matters. Who is your top prospect? You want to? You can't wait to watch. Uh, Kyle Hamilton. Ooh. Kyle Hamilton. That's a good one. Because I'd have to go with Sauce Gardner. Yeah, he's up there. I have there. to go name alone. Derek Stingley Sauce, Jr. Yeah. Derek Stingley. What's a secondary? A secondary here. No. Uh, I love a no good Auburn, quarterback. No Auburn mm-hmm. Tigers. I love a good quarterback. Nope. <laughs> yeah, one offensive player and four defensive players. It's Who's the offense? You just said Chris Olave. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it you was from Auburn. you, Daniel. I, I know. I thought you meant Auburn. I was like, what? That doesn't add up. But. Uh, there's no one from Auburn that's going to. Most definitely not. Roger McCreary might go late first tonight. Maybe. Maybe. On a reach. Yeah. Someone's going to be like, this is going to hit. <laughs> hey, Auburn like is. Auburn has an argument for DBU these past few years. There's been an argument for Auburn DBU. But we don't have Sting Lee. Well, that. I did not. No. <laughs> Thank the Jake, Lord. No, 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 he school. played here, bro. <laughs> I don't know the man. You could have just said Igbo. We would have been fine. Iggy. Yeah, Iggy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to say the names. I'm sorry. Noah? Like me. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. I'm not going to say anything else the rest of the show. All right. Good. Weagle's got to be so glad that we don't have shows anymore. <laughs> well. Sorry, Jake, I love you. Well, so to get Jake talking again, uh, let's look at potential busts. Jake, you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, talk about Ian Hudson. Kenny Pickett. Whoa, that's not that's not no Kenny Pickett slander on my show. <laughs> no, I was just <laughs> you're gazing up a storm over there, Jake. Come on, talk about Aiden Hutchinson. Come on, it's an easy name to say. You can sound it out if it helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'll resolve this issue. Y'all carry on. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no, but real talk, Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Uh, yeah, I just don't really see it. Uh, what do you think, Zach? I don't think any of these quarterbacks are going to be good. Whoa! You don't think any of the quarterbacks are going to be good? Not first round good. Whoa! They'll be good backup somewhere. No. No, I don't think they're that Someone's good. Someone's got to hit. The pool's too big. Oh. <laughs> I think it's a bunch of misses. That's our mentality year. going into Auburn football season. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just take the Auburn approach. I like the upside of Malik Willis. So yes, he has good upside, but it could easily not. And he's going to look awesome in the black and gold. That's actually, I finally can actually say something that makes sense. Like <laughs> the first time you said something this off season about someone going to Pittsburgh, that makes sense. All right, now I'm going to get the mic back in Jake's face so he can talk about Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Evan Neal, I, I can hear what? I'm kidding. <laughs> now you're about to get Jake to talk again. <laughs> well, Jake. You would talk about Aiden Hutchinson at all? Because I mean, I'll, I'll join you in the conversation because I'd have him as my potential bust. You can do it. All right. Well, for starters, as much as I consume a lot of college football content over the past like season, 
And I had never heard of Aiden Hutchinson until the Ohio State game. Surprisingly. I had never heard of him. Yeah. And then he gets, like, 12 pressures, and that's all I hear about for the next, like, three weeks. Overshadowed. Sorry, Zach. I thought he was on a bunch of people's boards early. I remember seeing him early in the season, I think. I never heard about him until November. Yeah, I saw him on the boards early. I would also like to issue a formal apology to one Jake Gonzalez who's now pouting in the corner. I'm not pouting. Bull. This isn't a real show. <laughs> this is a simulation. <laughs> we broke the algorithm. <laughs> Jake, Jake is lagging. Good lord. Sorry. All right. I got well, us wildly off topic then. Jake, look. Mike's or Ike's? I've <laughs> lost control of my show. He said both, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the final PSA of, t- of the show. When we come back, we're going to do my look for my mock draft, and then we're going to say who's going to go number one tonight, our last pickums. Okay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the last 15 minutes of Tank Talks Football. Daniel's about to head out. So, Daniel, who's going number one overall tonight? With the first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Aiden Hutchison, Michigan University. And he couldn't even say the name right there. He couldn't say Hutchinson right. Is it Michigan University? I also think it's the University of Michigan. <laughs> Dude, do you know who's really good, though, who might have some dudes sneak into the draft? The University of Auburn. Dude, I've <laughs> those get that school's Dude. got some dudes. Dude, they steal a lot of people from Auburn, bro. <laughs> Are you talking about the University of Auburn War Eagles? Yes, the University <laughs> of Auburn War Eagles, bro. They're crazy. <laughs> Go War Eagles. Go War Eagles, baby. Well, who who do y'all have going number one overall? Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson. I didn't buy all the Trayvon Walker hype recently. Kayvon Thibodeau. I think he's better than Hutchinson. Cave, I think Kayvon has a lot more upside than. Are you saying Trayvon's better than Hutchinson or? Kayvon's better than Hutchinson. Kayvon. All right. That's Thibodeau. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah, Kayvon yeah. Thibodeau. Yeah. I think, I, think, Thibodeau, I think Thibodeau has a higher ceiling. Yeah, he's yeah. a way higher, higher ceiling than uh, I think any one, – probably more than a lot of the prospects in this draft in general. I think whoever gets him and they can – Mold get, him to like, what he wants. Mold him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a one of the best edge rushers in the league. Yeah. If he, gets in the right, if he gets in the right system, it, he's going to wreak havoc on the league for years. That being said, I think Evan Neal – this is going to be mine. I, I, I think Evan Neal is the right choice. I don't think they'll make that choice. It's a smart choice. It's a smart choice, but I don't think they're going to make it still. Yeah. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars of all teams. Hey, they've been known to – yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they've hit a few times. Thank you. You know, they drafted uh, – They drafted Trevor Lawrence. They've, they've made picks. They've Hey, um, they participated Leonard Fournette. Let him go, though. Yeah, one of the greatest Buccaneers. I didn't say that they could keep him. (laughs) I just said they can draft him. Have you heard of Jalen Ramsey? The Jacksonville Jaguars are the Tom Crean of the NFL. They get some good players, and they play very well in other teams. That's a very interesting analogy to be making on a football talk show. I don't mind it, though. (laughs) It works, oddly. I'm just talking about for a football talk show. It's a very interesting analogy. Yeah. Everyone who listens to my show watches basketball, I'm going to assume. Because it's just me listening in. <laughs> it's it's me, only you. It's me <laughs> boosting up my own clicks. <laughs> it's don't tell people that. What? No, I, I don't do that. Yeah, not me. Well, to go to keep talking about the NFL draft a little bit more, I made a mock draft. Okay. I made Poggers. It, Let us hear it. I've made two. Let us hear both. Oh, well, the other one happened like a month and a half ago. But this one happened last week. And I, it was, it was the most stressful graphic I've ever made in my life. <laughs> Why is that? Because it was so tedious to get. Yeah, it did look like it went into a lot of work went into it. <laughs> I made one about an hour ago with straight vibes. Like that's <laughs> all I went into it with. And you'll probably do better than most. Probably. <laughs> so you made one too. Yeah, I made one too. You just go back and forth. Number one overall. So you have Aiden Hutchinson. Going. I have Aiden. I have Evan Neal at two. Is where I have Aiden. I have Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. I have him at four to the Jets. Yeah, I just seen him rise so so much on a lot of people's boards that I'm just like, yeah, probably. Who you have going to the Texans? I have I can I can Yeah, out of North Carolina, uh, North Carolina State. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good pick. I had him at four. I had a mod, a sauce Gardner at three. Let's see. I have Charles Cross going to the Giants at five. That's a good pick. A lot of people have him going to the Giants. That's a really. Good I have spot Cross going to the Giants at seven. I have him taking Kayvon at five. Ooh. Let's see. And then I have Malik Willis going to the Panthers. I have Evan Neal. Evan Neal. I have Sauce Gardner going to the Giants at that seventh pick. Okay. 
Then I have Kayvon going to the Falcons. I think. Wait, who's the who's the Giants' other cornerback other than James Bradbury? I have no idea. <laughs> Good can, question. Can I can I make a point about the Fair Falcons enough. real quick in yep. terms of their draft needs? They need to work on their defense. I've got a sneaking suspicion they're going to take a wide receiver in the first round. That's uh, what I've been hearing too. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like certainly you need a wide receiver wide receiver depth. Uh, actually, you need a wide receiver. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, but this t- this class is so deep. Mm-hmm. You could you spend. Can get, you can get a good one. In they the could round. spend two picks on two different wide receivers, and and the odds of one or both of them hitting is, I feel like, pretty high. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. I, I have a lot of people that have the Packers picking two wide receivers in the first round. I've seen that. They a bunch can't even too. pick a wide receiver when they have the one. Packers pick in are the first taking round. a quarterback. Let's not be crazy. <laughs> They're taking a quarterback and then some random defensive player that's not ever going to see the field. I I don't know about that. The I, Packer way. Yes. I think they've had enough of. Aaron Rodgers is like soap operas. That they don't have. First off, they don't even have enough cap space to probably sign these guys. They have the ghost of Randall Cobb. <laughs> well, going at number nine to the. Seattle Seahawks, I have Derek Stingley. Yep. Yep. Then at 10. Oh, I have Malik Willis, actually, in a surprise pick for the Seahawks. Really? That could happen. Yeah. I I think they could go quarterback eventually. They're going to take a shot at whoever's left in the second round. I think they got Sam Howell. That's who I have left after my first round, at least. Uh, 10, I have the Jets taking Drake London out of USC. Yeah, a lot of people have that. I know Kuiper agrees with you. <laughs> so this is going to be they make that pick of Drake London. Or they're going to trade that tenth pick for Debo Samuel, and either one is not a bad decision on their part. I must say, agreed. I would, in my opinion, I'd probably just take Drake London because you're going to have Debo for probably a season. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, after that, I have the Commanders taking the second quarterback in the draft, Kenny Pickett. Interesting. That surprises mm-hmm. me a little bit. I think I they're going to ride with Wentz for a couple of years. Yeah, I, I'm just not high on Wentz. And I, I mean, I don't think anybody is no anymore. One, yeah, no one really is. But, I mean, I think you trading for Wentz at that spot early in the, I guess, the offseason, you're making your decision for who you want your quarterback to be. Yeah. And let's see. Uh, Vikings have going Trent McDuffie here from Washington. Then I have the Texans going Kyle Hamilton at 13. I had Kyle Hamilton at 12, yeah. All right, then the Ravens taking Tyler Lindenbaum, the center out of Iowa. I like that better than a lot of people saying Jordan Davis going there. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I had Jordan Davis going there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then see, I have back-to-back Ohio State wide receivers and Chris Olave going to the Philadelphia Eagles and then Garrett Wilson going to the New Orleans Saints. Hmm. And then, then I have Jordan Davis going off the board, going to the L.A. Chargers. A lot of people have that, too. I have That would be an unreal defensive line for them. Oh, now. it'd be nasty. It'd Disgusting. be terrifying. Yeah. I have him taking the other Georgia defensive lineman, so and Devontae Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah. I have him falling to the Cardinals in, I believe that's 23. Three? Yeah. Let's see. Devin Lloyd going to the, getting the other Eagles pick. Uh, Trevor Pinning is where I, I have him going to the Saints. Matt Corral I have going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I feel like that's one of the picks I've had set in stone since the beginning of the offseason. I don't hate that even a little bit. I think it will be Malik Willis. You think he's going to fall that low? I do. Ooh. It's hard for me to say he's going to drop. I have the Steelers taking Kenny. You have him taking Kenny? Keep him in the Berg. <laughs> I, I was riding that. Let's see. I got the Patriots be taking Karloftis with their pick. Purdue guy. Wait, who? What team? A Patriots. Okay. Then I have the Packers taking Jamison Williams. Mm. Then there's the Cardinals with Devontae Wyatt. And back-to-back Georgia guys here with the Cowboys taking N'Kobe Dean, adding a little bit more uh, to that linebacker core. Then I have Traylon Burks going to the Buffalo Bills. That's a good pickup for the Bills. It's a great pickup because Stephon Diggs and mm. Traylon Burks with Josh Allen. And you can kind of get rid of Cole Beasley yeah. at the same time. Exactly. And it, well, he's already gone. Yeah. And I see second round, I'd have them going running back. Just boost up that offense as yeah. much as possible. Titans, I have going Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher to Florida State, the last chance to use star, who has shined, outshined a lot of these prospects in this draft. Uh, then Buccaneers, I'm going O-line depth and Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Packers going another O-lineman and Kenyon Green. Out That's going to be a really good pick. Uh, he's a sleeper for sure. Yeah. Uh, then I have the – so the Chiefs got back-to-back picks, and I have them going Jahan Dotson and then Roger McCreary. I had him taking Kyrie Elam instead of Roger. 
Well, we had the same mindset. Yeah, we had we had wide receiver co- corner. I think Elam would be my next corner taken. Mm-hmm. He'd be he'd be last. Uh, then Bengals taking O line, Ber- Bernard Raymond, OT out of Central Michigan. And to wrap up my first round, I have the Detroit Lions taking Go UC baby Desmond Ritter. I had that exact same pick. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. I know that me and Zach think a lot alike. Mm-hmm. All right, here's here's uh, here's a prop bet for you guys. After the first pick is made, over under two commercial breaks before the second pick is made. Oh, oh. it's been it's at least it's over. It's at least oh, three. Ugh. It might it's be at least three. Two. That's a tough. This oh, is yeah. why I hate watching the draft. Over, yeah. So just also, change, change the channel to the other draft. Also, this is going to sound like such an just change channel. inconsiderate comment to say because I know a lot of people have battled adversity, I, 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 and I completely respect that. I'm going to make sure to let all like all of you guys know which guy is the biggest stretch for their whole comeback story that, that, that everyone inevitably Can we has. make like, a bet on that and which one's the biggest stretch? No, nah, I don't want to say that because like I don't want to like judge these kids like – Stories before I like see how they're presented like, to me. They've been better about those drafts. It was 2019 where they. No, they were no. They are notor- They're bad every year. They're bad every year. 2019 is the one I remember the most. That's I remember 2020 they- specifically because it was during quarantine. Yeah, 2020. I watched awful. every second of the. Yeah, because I had nothing else was, to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and 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 some of these are just such bad stretches. You're like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he flunked math twice in college. Cool. I can name 15 other people that did the same thing. They wound up working at a marketing firm. <laughs> like, what does it matter? <laughs> well, all that being said, watch the draft, everybody. Or don't. <laughs> Please don't. Or be a hater. But with that, that would end my time on Weagle. Tank Talk Football is no longer going to be a live show. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's been an honor. been a lot of fun. Appreciate you having me on a lot, Dylan. No yeah, problem. Thanks for having me. No problem. More the merrier. It's less pain on my voice box. We'll do it one last time on live radio tomorrow at 11 a.m. Yep, for TNT in the morning. With that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening in. I won't be back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you missed any part of the show, make sure to catch the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be back next Wednesday at noon on Week 191.1 FM. You can follow the station's Twitter and Instagram at Weagle underscore AU for events, announcements, and more. If you can't make it to a radio, you can listen to our live stream at WeagleFM.com. As for me, come back next Wednesday at noon for more Tank Talks football. <laughs>